Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts. I'm Mandy. And I'm retired manager Hugh Jess. Coming at you. In your face. <laughs> as always. As always. Ass. Uh, always. Ass <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Alright. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we've got a extra special, spectacular episode for y'all. You guys. Festive. <laughs> Yeah, it's festive, because with Thanksgiving coming up, we wanted to do something in honor of Thanksgiving. What better way to do that than <laughs> look up some horrific murders and crimes that have occurred on Thanksgiving? So, yes, we Thanksgiving titled it... Dinner Murders. Yeah. Who else is we... going to give you this stuff? Yeah. Where do we come up with this shit? <laughs> All right. So, we titled it Thanksgiving Terrors. So... To start off, despite being a time to reflect on all the good things in our lives and to spend some quality time with our loved ones, the holidays also tend to bring out the worst in people. So, we're going to go over four of the most gruesome crimes that have occurred on the beloved holiday, Thanksgiving. There you go, there's my little spiel. I thought it, thought it was beautiful and festive, so... Okay, <laughs> starting off our list, uh, we got this information from AETV.com, so that... TV channel A&E. And Real it was crime. From, yeah, it was from their segment called Real Crime. So the article we got from AETV.com is titled Three Grizzly Thanksgiving Family Murders That Will Make You Hug Your Relatives Tighter This Season. Hopefully as tighter as in... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows as what they mean by the that life pun. Bottom. Yeah. Basically, yes. It's unfortunate. So to start off our list... This is called the Guy Family Thanksgiving, and this occurred in Knoxville, Tennessee in 2016. It started amicably. 28-year-old Baton Rouge resident Joel Michael Guy Jr. traveled from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, back home to Knoxville, Tennessee, where he reunited with his three sisters and their parents over turkey and stuffing. At the end of the evening, the three daughters, who all lived in Tennessee, returned to their homes. Guy Jr. was left alone with his parents, Joel Guy Sr., age 61, and Lisa Guy, age 55. That's when the violence erupted. You like my suspense here? I'm really going for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At some point between Thursday night and Monday afternoon, the Knox County Sheriff's Department claims Guy Jr. stabbed and dismembered his parents, then attempted to dissolve their bodies in a mix of drain cleaner, sewer cleaner, hydrogen peroxide, and bleach. Yeah, that's Wasn't a good taking combo. any chances. No, nah, wow. he really wanted to rid of all DNA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Guy okay. Jr. wasn't... Yeah, Guy, literally. That's their last name. Word. Guy Jr. was an undergraduate and still dependent on his parents for financial support. Family members told authorities that his parents intended to tell him of their plans to scale back support over the Thanksgiving weekend. As of March 2017, Guy Jr. is being charged with two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of abusing a corpse, and two counts of felony murder. 
He has no history of mental illness and no prior criminal record. Abusing a corpse? uh, It didn't go into detail, and I don't know if I want to (laughs) know. I don't want to know what he did to his parents' bodies. It's gross. Probably disturbing more than we can just imagine in our brain. Give me I that don't broom, to... broom handle over there. Oh, I'll show you who's boss. I'll mop um, the floor with you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the broom handle end? Um, I don't know how to pronounce this person's last name, but we're gonna say Gels. G E L L E S. Gels says that shame around the money likely played a larger role in the killing than the money itself. The conversation had a lot more than, we're not paying your phone bill, Gell says. I suspect there was a shaming component to it, and that triggered his behavior. If you dig into the psychology of family violence, the more common underlying psychological factor is shame. Ugh, that's depressing. <laughs> um, as of the original publication of this article, Guy Jr. remains in jail in lieu of a $2 million bond. His next court date is November 30th, 2017. And then at the bottom here, it says there's an update. As of November 18th, Guy Jr. is still in jail, and his next court date is on December 3rd, 2018. So obviously those dates have passed. I haven't dug into this deeper, but, you know, he may still be in jail. We don't know. There you go. There's some info on the Guy family murders. Take it away, Hugh. You betcha. Dateline, Oakland, California, 2006. The Mahari Gebrelesi Family Thanksgiving. Talk about trouble with in-laws. A long-simmering tension between two Eritrean families joined by marriage ended with a triple murder and a sibling pair in prison for first-degree murder. All right, I just want to say before I get into these names, I'm going to butcher them. There's no (laughs) way to to speak these properly, I'm I'm sure. And by butcher, you mean no pun intended. (laughs) Exactly. I, I was just being festive, you know, get the carving of the turkey, the carving of the names, that whole thing. Carving uh, of the bodies. Yeah. Anyway, back to this important article. Asmaram and Twadros Gabrilasi, 53 and 44, were convicted in the killing of their sister-in-law, Winta Mahari, and her mother, Regbe Barangazi, and her brother, Jonas Mahari, 17, at the Mahari Thanksgiving. And immediately, my mind goes to think that these people got slaughtered because of having to say these names over and over again. (laughs) Couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, they just snapped. (laughs) The brothers were two of 11 siblings who had immigrated to Oakland. They erroneously believed that Winta had killed her husband, their brother, Abraham Gabrilazi, early in the year to gain access to his $500,000 life insurance policy. A pathologist determined that Abraham had died of natural causes. Gross or whatever their name is, was invited to the Mahari Thanksgiving from where he can contacted Asmaram and opened the door for him to the apartment. He then kidnapped their infant nephew while his brother gunned down the others. Oh, God. Well, at uh, least he, he only kidnapped the kid and didn't kill him. Right. As far as we know. No. The brothers were found guilty in 2011 and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. In 2016, Tuadros was released from prison after having his conviction overthrown and his prison sentence revised. 
Probably because they felt sorry for him with that name. Yeah. I'm just <clears throat> guessing. <laughs> By the way, when he gunned down those people, it probably sounded more like... <laughs> I, I, For some reason, I hit the death ray sound effect. Yeah, pew, you pew, know. pew. <laughs> That's not a good one. That's how you rid them. Right. All right. You know what, Hugh? I really got to take a piss. Let's uh, take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. This week at Piho Cafe, our 469 special is our big hot throbbing Polish sausage. Don't let this big spicy mouthful get away without getting some. Be sure to tell them that Magic Mickey sent you. And something brand new at Piho, come and get yourselves a big creamy bowl of clam chowder that's extra gooey and extra fishy, just the way I like it. So come on down and bring the whole family for some eager mouthfuls of Peehole's hot, cheesy, stinky white stuff. So good! Peehole, it's what's for dinner. Peehole! All right, welcome back, everybody. That was an excellent, excellent pee break. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed our special commercial there. Definitely go we'll get to take yourself. the mic into the toilet one of these days, just so the people can verify that it's really Yeah, the out. real-time pee action or yeah. extra action. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. But, all right, welcome back, everybody. So, moving on to the third Thanksgiving terror. This is, I'm probably going to butcher these names as well, but it's the Merhage family Thanksgiving. And this occurred in Jupiter, Florida in 2009. After dinner, they played Christmas songs around an old upright piano. Then came the carnage. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I've been waiting 20 years to do this, 35-year-old Paul Merhenge was heard muttering as he gunned down four and injured two others at a cousin's family home. And (laughs) And (laughs) Uh, This is so morbid and I start laughing. (laughs) As he gunned down four and injured two others at a cousin's family home in Jupiter, Florida. Among the... Thank you, Hugh. (laughs) (laughs) Setting the stage for this real-life action. Putting you really into the story. All right. And and I assume there was some fart action afterwards, because that does happen when you die. Well, you know, that is the last thing people do. Yeah. They probably smelled great. All right. Among the dead, his 76-year-old aunt, Raymond Joseph, his 33-year-old twin sisters, Carla Merhenge, and Lisa Knight, who was pregnant at the time. That sucks. And six-year-old Michaela Sitton, the daughter of his cousin, who was shot three times from her bed. That's awful. What a, what a piece of shit. That's all I got to say. Paul's presence at the dinner had been a surprise. He'd been estranged from his family for years, and at one point... One of his sisters put a restraining order against him. I wonder why. He seems yeah. to have a bolt loose. But after purchasing more than 2,000 worth of guns and ammunition in the weeks before the holiday, he called his parents and asked to come over for Thanksgiving. I hope he doesn't come and kill us all tonight, his mother Carol had told his sister Lisa Knight as they were preparing for dinner. It came to my mind, replied the daughter, but don't say that to Dad. That's awful. <laughs> they, they had an inkling that he was about no. to murder them, and sure enough, good lord. 
In 2011, Paul Merhage pleaded guilty to all the murders and received a sentence of seven life terms. He avoided the death penalty with his plea deal. That's crazy. Yeah, the same person, Gels. Uh, Gels says Merhage likely suffered from borderline personality disorder and that estranged family members who return to kill often do so after failing to move on independently. The betting line is, there's been a series of stressful events that led him to be estranged from his family. And if he came back with the intent of killing, it's because of his inability to self-soothe these grievances. Borderlines cannot self-soothe when their self-esteem has been attacked. And that's a quote from that Gels person. <laughs> self-soothe. Yeah. I've like he's never heard that expression before, but okay. Really? Baby self-soothe. Oh, okay. You have to to train them to self-soothe otherwise they're they they never can learn to stop crying without you picking so them you up gotta, basically you got to come up with an adult version of a binky yeah basically changes crap diaper apparently yeah, this guy was throwing a shit fit so mm. um but for those left unsettled by the by the seemingly arbitrary nature of family killings, Gell says they're not entirely random. Social isolation, low social economic status, and youth all correlate with family violence. Either because life circumstances have changed or the consequences do, but people tend to mature out of their violent behavior, Gell says. For those eating Thanksgiving with older relatives, there's one more thing to be thankful for this year. Whatever that, whatever that means. That's the... <laughs> End of the article for this one. I'll tell you what to be thankful for. Be thankful for those laxatives or stool softeners for the next day. Yeah. All the okay. gas from Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yes. How <laughs> do you, Hugh? You bet. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, let's just go over here to wikipedia.org. Byron David Smith Killings. They occurred on Thanksgiving Day of 2012 when Hailey Kiefer, 18, and her cousin Nicholas Brady, 17, broke into the home of Byron David Smith, 64, in Little Falls, Minnesota, in the United States. Smith, armed with a Ruger Mini-14, shot the teen separately and minutes apart as they entered the basement where he was later stating to police he was worried about them being armed. All right. <laughs> The case sparked debate over the Castle Doctrine, which allows a homeowner to defend his home with lethal force. Right. The prosecution alleged that Smith's action showed aspects of premeditation, see lying in wait, and he used excessive force in relation to the threat. He was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Now, when I first read that paragraph to myself several minutes ago, I thought, <laughs> what a jip, you know? This guy shoots people that break into his house. They got it coming, you know. Yeah. But then I read a little further. Mm -hmm. Smith, 64, was retired from the U.S. State Department and had a history of international travel to Moscow, Bangkok, and Beijing. Smith's brother described him as a retired security engineering officer. Smith claimed at trial that prior to the murders, he had been burglarized at least a half a dozen times over the preceding months. He had only reported one previous burglary to police, and investigators only found evidence of two previous burglaries, one of which occurred mm. in his detached garage, and of which he appeared to have no knowledge when it was brought up by police. Among the items stolen were $4,000 in cash, his father's POW watch, coins from a collection, and a chainsaw. 
Smith began routinely wearing a holster with a loaded gun inside his home, as well as stashing bottles of water and granola bars in his basement. There is some evidence. Waiting for it. Yeah. I'll just get these granola bars down here. And uh, (laughs) it's probably not helpful that I don't have a bathroom nearby, since these are basically just bran. And... uh, Oh no! Damn it! Uh, Here comes yeah. someone. I'm gonna wait it out. Uh, I'm just gonna load my pants. <laughs> I'm not moving. As I unload my gun, I'm gonna unload my bowels. <laughs> yeah. As he's filling his clip up here, he's releasing it down there. <laughs> there is some evidence that Kiefer and Brady committed the previous break-ins. And Brady was being investigated for prior burglaries, including one earlier on the day they were killed. Smith installed a security system to protect himself. Sounds like he basically ignored that security system at some point. Right. He's uh, going psycho. Okay, now here's where it gets good. <laughs> and, uh, November 22nd, 2012. What, what a coincidence. Today is November 22nd. Uh, yeah, it is. Pro- <laughs> We're talking about a seven-year anniversary, folks. This is special. Smith drove his vehicle <laughs> down the road, parking it in front of a neighbor's home. Later that day, Kiefer and Brady broke into Smith's home. Video surveillance captured the teens casing the property prior to the break-in. By his own account to police, Smith had been visiting neighbors when he saw Kiefer, who he suspected was responsible for the burglary, <laughs> driving towards his home. Smith then commented that he needed to get ready for her and went back to his home. Upon entering the home, Smith turned on a recording device he owned. He removed the light bulbs from the ceiling lights and positioned himself in a chair that was obscured from view. He heard Hmm. the window upstairs break and Brady climb in, captured on audio. Smith then waited in silence for 12 minutes until Brady began to descend into the basement. Smith shot Brady twice on the stairs and once in the head after he fell to the bottom. Smith then made taunting remarks to Brady's body, wrapping it in a tarp and dragged him into another room. Okay, the period. He went upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Man, the suspense is getting He ran back down into the basement, reloaded his weapon, and took up his previous position in the obscured chair. Minutes later... Kiefer entered the home and could be heard calling her cousin's name. As she made her way down the stairs, Smith shot her. Wounded, she fell down the stairs and could be heard on the recording screaming, I'm sorry, oh God. Smith shot her again, multiple times in the torso, and once next to her left eye. With a high, standard double nine convertible 22 caliber single action revolver. She repeatedly called her derogatory names and then dragged her into the other room, tossing her body on top of her cousins and shot Mm -hmm. her one final time under the chin, killing her. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. This is horrible, but you're making it funny with the little sound effects. Yeah, the guy's a total dick. I I, I think the whole neighborhood probably should have chipped in and robbed him. You know, again. Mm -hmm. Anyways. The deaths were not immediately reported to police. Smith waited until the next day to notify police of the shootings, claiming he didn't want to bother the police on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, how generous of him. I'm going to leave it there because you can't top that. That's no. a great <laughs> That's a great last sentence. Uh, he didn't want to bother the police on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
They got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin it for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be glad I didn't dick. put the gun on the butt and start pulling the trigger. Yeah. That would have been... Ooh. You guys... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was boisterous. Do you guys yeah. know what movie that line's from? Got to shove this up your butt and pull the trigger till it goes click. Let us know. It's a good movie. Not horror related by any means, but it's good. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Well, that about taps it off for uh, our Thanksgiving terrors. The four really really greasy, really really gruesome. gruesome Well, we don't know these people's bathing habits, so you could have been right. I don't know. Could have been greasy and gruesome. Ick. Um, But yeah, we wanted to record this for you guys to have a special Thanksgiving. We hope you all have a Thanksgiving. Have a Thanksgiving. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Have a Thanksgiving. Not to kill each other. Yeah, please don't murder your family, your loved ones. That last guy didn't murder his family, but he was a piece of crap. Dingleberry. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thought this would be a really good one. You know. There's always crime in the world, but when it happens on a holiday, especially one you're supposed to be thankful for and appreciate, you know, what you have and people around you, and then people go and do this crap, it's kind of oh depressing. <laughs> but oh anyways, yeah, just a little bit. I know I'm oh, not like oh, that, so and, I don't worry about it. to take your school softwares. Just a public service announcement. Yeah, PSA, <laughs> please, please uh, don't get backed up from your Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you don't want to be part of one of our upcoming shows. Yeah, yeah. Deaths after Thanksgiving meals. <laughs> Ten worst Thanksgiving deaths. Yeah. Might even uh, have sound effects of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got all kinds of sound effects here. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. Hey there, listeners. Is a busy schedule, countless work hours, or just life in general getting in the way of a good read? Well, we've got something special for you. Thanks to our sponsor and partner, Audible, all of you can get a free, yes, that's right, free audiobook if you sign up for Audible's monthly audiobook subscription and use our link in the description box below or visit http colon double forward slash www.audibletrial.com forward slash depth of darkness you'll not only have access to thousands of amazing audiobooks at an insanely good price but you'll also be supporting our podcast it's a win-win for everybody and if you decide to discontinue the monthly subscription it's no hassle at all audible even lets you keep your free audiobook and other books you have in your library how awesome is that so head on over to audible by clicking the link below and get yourself started off with a free audiobook today